since February of 2020, over 341 million PCR tests have been conducted in the United States alone. Global numbers may be over 2 billion if we had accurate numbers of how many China has administered. Why is this important? Well, there are growing concerns that China might be harvesting the world's DNA in order to create very specified bioweapons that can target ethnic groups. Well, I'm here to tell you in my humble opinion, I think that's just the cover story. If you want to know how DNA and future technology are merging, smash that like button, comment below, subscribe to the channel, share the video out far and wide, do your push-ups, maybe do a cold shower, take a drink of water because you look a little dehydrated, and get ready for a deep dive on Waking Infinity News. Welcome back, Ben Joseph Stewart, Waking Infinity News, you guys. Right, now that we're all acquainted, let's talk about an emerging story in the news today. China, harvesting U.S. population's DNA to make bioweapons. This is something that has appeared in Fox News, as well as many other mainstream media outlets. So the thing is, is U.S. ambassadors were found to be not really forced, but strong-armed into taking the COVID anal swab. I'll get into a little bit of why the anal swab is different than using the upper respiratory tract because, you know, a hundred times more DNA that is not human DNA actually comes about in our gut. So getting it at the end of that long tube might be a better way to actually target people specifically. So that's just one idea if you stick to the bioweapon narrative. But beyond this, the real story is the PCR tests that are being used, that is where most people are saying the DNA is being harvested from. Even Carrie Mullis, who invented the PCR test back in the 80s, said before dying, this is not a way to test for a virus. However, the PCR test is really good at doing one thing. That's replicating genes very rapidly. Because of this, Fox News was among the first to theorize that China is amassing a DNA database to create future bioweapons like targeted viruses that kill specific genome types in potentially specific ethnic groups. Gordon Chang, the author of The Coming Collapse of China, says that China is buying American companies which have DNA profiles, subsidizing DNA analysis for ancestry companies, and hacking, such as the 2015 China hacking operation that stole medical data from just about 79 million customers from the company Anthem. So now let's look back to August 5th of 2020, when Ancestry.com was largely bought by Blackstone Investment Firm in New York, the same company that purchased Building 7 of the Twin Towers less than one year before the mysterious terrorist attack took place. Ancestry.com, with 3 million customers in over 30 countries, is now 75% owned by the largest ever private equity fund in New York. And the other 25%, well, the government of Singapore Investment Corporation still owns that. So that's another China connection. And then there's the largest genomics database and laboratory in the world called BGI Group. They're in China. They have over 2,000 PhDs working for them. What's their vision? To harvest all of the world's DNA. 
not just all the humans in the world, all the world's DNA, every living thing that holds DNA, they want to categorize it and have it in their database. We have initiated to sequence 250 small families with parents and one kid. We have initiated to sequence 5,000 twins. We are going to sequence 1 million Chinese in order to know more about their genomes. I don't know how many years it would take, and then we expect that the gene will tell us the answers. I have a dream that we are going to sequence every living thing on Earth. We are going to sequence everybody in the world. And the genomics, no doubt, is an opportunity for us all. BGI also just recently opened the Seattle branch in order to expand into the United States. This company has been confirmed to receive financial backing from Bill Gates after a visit to China in 2010 as well. So the plot really thickens, not just because Bill Gates has been implicated in some connections to the current pandemic and also profiting off the back end, either through the little stabby things that will go unnamed, and also now from data harvesting from DNA and the merger between DNA and the computer age that we are living in now. So I think personally there may be a connection, but I don't know what it is. So how do we get the answers? I don't even know that, but I'm going to completely deviate into another topic right now. Back in that Fox News article that I showed you, the People's Republic of China is using the coronavirus to enlarge its DNA database by requiring internationally accepted QR codes for travel in and out of the country and using vaccine diplomacy. Now let's take a look at this thing called the International Barcode of Life. I noticed this after Allison McDowell did her last talk in Salt Lake City, Utah. The mission is to attach a barcode or QR code to every living thing, not by laser printing the image onto the organism, but by analyzing the genetic signature of the organism and referencing it with a digital simulation of the entire world. How? Why, they're relying on the PCR tests. How would they be gathering all this data? I don't know. There seems to be something going on on planet Earth that's causing for millions and millions and potentially billions to go get a PCR test. Who knows? There is an executive producer of the member site at Ben Joseph Stewart who, he hit me up, his name is Michael D., and he said, hey, Ben, you mentioned this thing called the Sentient World Simulation, which I also got from Allison McDowell's incredible work at wrenchinthegears.com. Sentient World Simulation is a digital simulation of this world. And he said, what if that's why all the DNA is being harvested? Because I've mentioned before that PCR tests are a great way to gather and replicate genes very rapidly. And where do they go? Do they go to a centralized place? Probably. Is this connected with big data? Because you can get data from your genes and big data is bigger than big oil. So maybe that's the data that's the most powerful, the most profitable. And maybe it's connected with this thing called the sentient world simulation. 
So when you enter all that into a supercomputer that surveils the entire world from a genetic level, you're talking about something even more powerful than the Eye of Sauron in Lord of the Rings watching over the entire world. Now before it seems like we're getting all xenophobic, let's just set the record straight. I have no problem with Chinese people, and the only reason I even mention China in this way is because there's a specific group of very, very elite, you know, less than 1% of the population that demands for this mandatory harvesting of its people's DNA. So really, this isn't xenophobia. This is ideological insanity. Really, this insanity is tyranny in that way. So using this ideology that we need to harvest everything's DNA, put it into a database for reasons that we're not going to tell you, that isn't xenophobia. This isn't about Chinese people. This is about something that we can see that's happening in China that is spreading its business and ideological influence into the United States now already in Seattle. So we need to start asking ourselves, what does this all mean? Here's my spin. My personal spin is, is this all about bioweapons? Are they going to make a, you know, COVID-21, a new strain that attacks just black people or just the Mexicans? Or how about all white people, right? It could be anything. I don't think that's the case. Personally, I do not think that it's that grandiose. And I think that it's meant to be so flashy that we're supposed to look at that and be like, oh no, is that what they're doing? And then when it doesn't happen, we're like, oh, thank God, what's on TV? What can I watch that'll get my mind off of all this stuff? And we forget, why are we forgetting that they're harvesting our DNA? Can we not just sit and pause on that for a second? Our DNA is being harvested and there are real companies that are making digital simulations of this entire world, potentially wanting that genetic barcode to enter into it. So like Facebook was trying to build an algorithm that would predict our thoughts. The sentient world simulation, according to Dan Fagella, who I interviewed a few years back about emerging technology, he did an article. Now he's being called on by uh, the United Nations and Interpol to answer questions about how to integrate advanced AI into entrepreneurial endeavors, because he was a big entrepreneur, probably still is. So Dan Fagella was saying, this is all basically to predict human behavior. The sentient world simulation is there to predict our behavior. We don't even know what the Human Genome Project really found out. We just know what the articles are telling us about what they found out. We don't know if this is literally giving away the last bastion of our sovereignty. It could be. Sophie Richardson, uh, China Director of Human Rights Watch, said in a statement, the mandatory data banking of a whole population's biodata, including DNA, is a gross violation of international human rights norms. And it's even more disturbing if it is done surreptitiously under the guise of a free healthcare program. Mind you, now it's also under the guise of a pandemic and using fear tactics to get people to hand over their genetic data. So I want to give you all some solutions. If you've already gotten the PCR test, and if you've gone to places like Ancestry.com or 23andMe, and you've given your DNA over, don't fret. But get engaged. 
get active because this digital simulation, what some people are calling an open air prison, and we're already seeing this going on in Israel where people are either being given a choice. If you've flown, you can either go to an army barracks and quarantine there, or you can go home. But you have to go home with something connected to your phone, and it's a device you put in your house that will alert authorities if you leave your home. So it monitors you. And they say, well, don't worry about it. It doesn't monitor anything other than the quarantine. Right. But this is testing out a technology that even Goldman Sachs has an investment stake in, right? Because their investment has already looked at an index, right? An index fund that's all around lockdowns and quarantines and how to, in a sense, bet on people's lives and their behavior based upon all the data that's being harvested. So we need to think about this. Don't fret but the solutions are we need to get engaged. No longer is this a speculation sport. We need to get engaged with what's happening. Why? Because this digital simulation is not quite built yet. They still need our consent. It's not completely over yet, but it's freaking check. It may not be checkmate, but it's check. Use your voice. Don't preach and try not to rub people the wrong way. Send them love and be on your way. Plant those seeds and try not to pretend like this task ahead of you is so monumental that it's impossible for you to do it. Don't put more of a task on your shoulders than you can legitimately handle. But remember that every single time people are put through stressors, for the most part, people survive it and they realize, oh, wow, you can come out on the other side of that better. So engage with it, but don't think that you have to solve the entire world's problem. Every single path is done not in a single bound. It is incrementally, step by step by step. Do your breath work. Meditate regularly. Drink some water because I swear you really do look dehydrated. Give thanks to the earth. Remember what you and your family and your community is truly worth. And head over to benjosephstewart.com and become a member. I want to thank you all for joining me. I really want you guys to join the Discord group because the Discord chat is really everybody who gets involved in this roundtable conversation. They have a seat at the table. They have a voice as well. And that means you have a voice as well. Get a part of the conversation. Come on into the Discord chat. Remember, this is bigger than me in my opinions. We need to expand this open and really get the conversation going. So I want to thank you all for coming back. I want to thank you for taking this deep dive on Waking Infinity News and I'll catch you next time.